Hello fellow story champions, my name is Simon Brooks. Welcome to Lindy Line, a story podcast. Here you will find old stories, some written by the likes of Kipling and Robert Louis Stevenson, the ancient folk and fairy tales retold for a modern audience of families, and original short stories I have penned myself, as well as a bit of poetry here and there. I will be retelling some of the fabulous classic folk and fairy tales and some other stories that you may not be familiar with. I'll be taking you around the world with these tales, and there may be some history too. You never know. Sorry I have not put out an episode for a while. I've been busy driving around New England, telling stories at libraries, camps, summer school programs and the like. I've also spent some time on the beach, a very short time, but I loved it. There were gulls and sandpipers, or some bird that looked like a sandpiper. There were pools and sand and sun. I used to live in the New Forest in England, which is between Bournemouth and Portsmouth on the south coast. I was spoilt living there, as there were forests, plains and beaches, all within easy reach. The fall, winter and spring were wonderful there as the tourists took off, leaving the folks who lived there year-round, and it seemed the whole area took a deep inwards breath. Once when all creatures could understand one another, and the realm of magic was as apparent as the clouds in the sky, and the fae were still seen sprinkling fairy dust into the eyes of those who were to see them. In those long-ago times, there were stories. Are you comfortable? Then sit back and listen. Today I'm going to tell you a story I heard from a couple of rabbits I used to know called Fever and Speed. They grew up in Portland, Oregon, and then moved to Somerville, Massachusetts, not too far from Boston, and lived on the third floor of an old Victorian house, which still had stained glass windows. I think that third floor apartment was originally for the staff, for the servants that would have lived there when the house was new. Once upon a tiptoe, on a dark, quiet night, two lop-eared rabbits sat and looked at each other. They wiggled their noses and stood on their back legs. They preened and cleaned themselves, shook their heads a little, and then wondered what to do. All the carrot tops were gone, and all the chair and table legs tasted dull and uninteresting. The cardboard box house, with different layers and levels and not-so-secret rooms, was chewed full of holes and getting floppy and all the toys they had were half-eaten. Fever and Speed were bored. They tapped their feet on the floor, they hopped over to the window to gaze out at the moon, but Fever and Speed soon ran out of stars to count. Rabbits are very good at counting things, especially stars and their children. They were wondering what they would do next when they heard a squeak. At first they thought it was the floorboards. The house they lived in was very old, and then they thought it was Ma and Pa opening the squeaky bathroom door. Maybe it was one of the old pipes having a stretch. Fever and Speed stood on their back legs to get a better listening position, wiggled their whiskers, and nudged each other's noses. Squeak! The moonlight shone through the window just like a spotlight, and there, in the middle of the light, sat at the edge of the room, was a mouse. 
The little critter had a long tail, wild whiskers, and a neat, well-oiled coat, big black eyes that reflected the night, and a hunk of cheese. Squeak, said the mouse, and put the cheese down. Fever and Speed tapped the ground three times each and looked at each other. Then they sat back down in a snugly warm, comfortable position and looked at the mouse. The mouse leapt up into the air and produced a top hat from nowhere. I'm putting on my top hat, putting on my long coat, fluffing up my tail, the mouse sang. The furry creature danced and sang all night long. One minute it was singing some old show tune number and dancing like a Broadway superstar. The next it was singing a country ballad with some straw in its mouth. And then it would break out into a rock and roll number. And then the latest hip-hop hit, wearing enough bling to make a rap star jealous. Before Fever and Speed knew it, the moon vanished and so did the mouse's spotlight. The mouse took a bow, picked up its cheese, and scampered behind the skirting board. Fever and Speed stood on their back legs and clapped their front paws together. The mouse's show had lasted so long and was so good that the two rabbits found that they were very sleepy. They folded their noses and whiskers into their paws and dozed until breakfast. A friend of mine's brother wrote a bunch of poems and put them in a book, and one of the last poems was titled Poems and Stories Never Written. One said, Bookshops on the Moon. I loved that idea, and it inspired me to write this poem, and it's called A Poem Inspired by a Line Written by Norman Sims. I know that's an odd title for a poem, but that's what it's called. Are you ready? Here goes. Far up, way off in space, but not too far away, sitting on the penumbra line between night and day, there's a bookstore upon the moon, with books filled with stardust and spells of other Milky Ways in languages living and bust. Palaces of dreams await, you can browse as long as you wish. Books arrive from other worlds of places, creatures and fish. There's no rush at all in there. You can read all you like. Books on cats are everywhere, just like philosophy and pike. It seems those fish are popular, wherever you may go, whether it's on Beetlejuice or New York's Buffalo. So if you find yourself in there with pennies, dollars or yen, pick a book by its cover and have a look within. There, surely you'll be drawn within some starry dream and led beneath the surface by some interplanetary queen. If the lights go out, take your torch, read late into the night, but please, please, please remember, set your alarm so as not to miss your return flight. I love the idea of a bookstore on the moon. But the moon of what planet? Maybe not ours, but maybe one further away, even in another galaxy altogether. These scribblings of mine were basically my mind wandering and wondering. I wondered what a couple of rabbits might be doing whilst their pets, their humans, slept. Do you have pets? If you don't, what sort of pets would you like? Now sit still if you can. Close your eyes and imagine what those pets 
whether you have them or not, might get up to while the people in the house are sleeping? Would they climb into cupboards and make cupcakes for themselves? Would they be really lazy and turn the TV on and find a show they wanted to watch? I once had cats who loved watching tennis. My mum was a big Wimbledon fan and the cats would sit and watch with her. You could see their heads going backwards and forwards, left and right. And what of that silly poem based on the fabulous idea by Norman Sims? Maybe you could write a story or a poem, maybe a rap, about something similar. What about an ice cream shop on the moon? Or a bed that flies to outer space? What would you do flying through space on a bed, heading for some moon somewhere, for ice cream or books, or maybe both? Well, Mo needs a walk, and I need a cup of tea. I suppose my cup of tea can wait. I'll take Mo for a walk. But I hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Once, when all creatures could understand one another, and the realm of magic was as apparent as the clouds in the sky, in those long ago times. I hope you enjoyed today's stories and poem. This is where my telling ends.